Well, the computer is like way better at the self-checkout now. They have like a camera above you. I also noticed uh, the other day I went to Stop and Shop and there are uh, weight scanners. So now if you're scanning shit, you got to place it in the bag and it has to weigh the right amount. It's so annoying. They've been having that for a minute. They've had it forever and I use it every time I go to the Stop and Shop by my house. But it's like so sensitive and it gets fucked up all the time where it's just like put your thing in the bag and you're like, I put it there. You fucked up. and didn't realize. And, and then they're like, like well, you need somebody to come help you with I this mean, now. And, and you're like, like, fuck. And then there's, they're busy with other people. So now you have to wait. Dude, for it's like such some, bullshit. And then like, I'm you like know, I, <laughs> why am I even doing this myself? Literally it happened to me today where I scanned, I was trying to find fingerling potatoes, like on the, like the little, you know, where the buttons are. I'm like, okay, potatoes, sweet potatoes. Don't see the fucking fingerling ones. And Finger like, length potatoes. I, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna click potato and I just wait it. That's the move. That's savage. You can get away with shit now. You're such like, a oh, fucking like, savage. Instead bro. of fingerling, you're like, these are Yukon Golds and I'm gonna save like 80 cents a pound. Yeah, dude. Uh, I always just, uh, I call the worker over and, and that's when I steal all the shit because they're not expecting you to steal it while they're standing there. And I'm like, what do you know about, <laughs> what do you think about this? Dude, you, hiding in plain sight. So fucking genius. Yeah, the if, best is like that placebo button that's like skip bagging. It doesn't work. Doesn't, yeah. yeah, it doesn't work. You're still the light's still dinging. I'm still sitting there waiting. Yeah, dude, oh that thing's that annoying. How embarrassing! You're rusty, dude. Oh, dude, you messed up Jimmy's can. Oh, I'm back. Okay, there we go. Sorry about that, Jimmy. That's okay. I mean, if if they didn't want me to uh, steal the stuff from there, they should have someone ring it out for me. Yeah, they should try harder. Yeah. Right, they should pay more people. Oh, I've I mean, heard I've heard stories of people that have gone with like family members that refuse to use a self checkout. They're like, I'm paying some, you know what I mean? Like I don't get paid to do this. Well, well that's <laughs> there, there's dude, like that's, Someone's going to ring out my fucking groceries. That's what are the chances that they put their cart back when they load up their car? Or do they leave it in the middle of the parking lot? I don't think it's a leave in the middle of the parking lot as much as it's like a free willy send. Hopefully this yeah. doesn't hit a car. They just push it into nowhere. <laughs> they don't, uh, they don't pay me enough to do a good job ringing everything out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. I feel it. All right. I think I'm going to hit this intro and we're going to get into it. Though. Let's kick it off. Okay. Let's do it. Hungry everybody, welcome to episode 58 of the Rags and Dishes podcast. I'm your wonderful host, Max Messier Richter. With me as always is Dan Cotter. How are you today, Dan? Dude, you're rusty. Dog. I'm very rusty. It's been a month. Our listeners are pissed. Yeah, dude. They've been rioting in the streets. I had to start watching uh listening to the podcast. Oh my god. You did? Jimmy, that's why we had to get you in here. I yeah. Know. Welcome to the show, Jimmy. Uh, hello. Welcome back. And our fourth guest, uh, the king of mental health himself, Johnny, Johnny B. B. Johnny B. John Bedwinski. Howdy doody. 
Dude, we're off to a fucking great you know, start it's gonna right be, now. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to take this away real quick and explain why we haven't been here for a month. Uh, Talk to the people. I had to take a little break. Shit was fucked up. Yeah. And that's it. Life can be overwhelming at times. That's it? You're not <laughs> going to elaborate? <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. you got to take care of your mental uh, Heath. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You have to mental. get a Heath bar and take care of that mental shit. Mental Heath bar crunch. Mm-hmm. But we're going to skip over that. We're going to get right into the industry because something really kind of copped our stees while we've been gone. And that is the show The Bear on Hulu. Yeah, dude, really? So, Decot here has not seen The Bear. Out of solidarity for the Rags to Dishes podcast, I refuse to give it the views. (laughs) The rest rest of us here have. So, I guess I want to jump in and just, like, give a little synopsis. It's basically just a show about this place in chicago that's a shithole and this like how many stars can you get in michelin again fuck i should not be on this podcast five huh? stars it, it's like a michelin star chef three. comes i to think this, three is the max three? Is it yeah three? Okay. three he comes back and just like takes over this shithole and tries to make it into a nice restaurant and yeah it's just basically like our show just about like the turmoil of working in a kitchen yeah so decot you just didn't want to watch it no, I, well, I don't have Hulu, of course, so that's the main reason I haven't watched. But I don't know if I would have watched even if I did have Hulu, because I get bitter is, and pathetic about these kinds of things. This is Decot saying that this podcast is not worth seven seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah. hey, I mean, we took a poll and people said they would not pay Patreon, so we got to find money other ways. <laughs> yeah, dude, straight up. Jimmy, what did you think about the bear? It gave me kitchen nightmares. Like immediately. Oh, yeah. I watched it before bed the first night, and uh, I've been out of the industry for a few years now. Yeah. And uh, it was like I was crashing on the line again. I woke up oh, sweating. Just like, like in the show. Oh, just like in the show. It was... It was uh, Do they show... Is, like, our episodes of the show just them crashing on the fucking line and blowing it so and just there, being busy? there's, like, a lot of things that they got accurate. There's a lot of things that they overplayed. Like, they're, like, saying behind every five seconds. It's like, all right, everyone knows how to say behind, but, like... There are, t- there are times where you're behind and you don't fucking say it. You know what I mean? Well, you suck, but uh, like, yeah. Dude, shut the fuck up. You're out of the industry too, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him. Still say behind me, though. Uh, I do too. But like, and then there were some things that like, they didn't show really much plating. They didn't oh, show word? much like the interaction of bringing someone the plate. You know what I mean? Uh, what did you think, John? You think it was pretty accurate or... So I have a couple takes on it just because I have it from like the the kitchen standpoint, like restaurant industry standpoint. Sure. And then I also have it from like a filmmaking standpoint. Yeah. You're the guy that we know that plays for both teams. So like you're our expert on things like that. Uh, first of all, <laughs> thank you. And I'm honored that you would say that. Of course. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was a pretty cool show. Uh, I actually was given homework by Max to come on this episode. How did that feel? Can you speak on that? Well, you can't because you didn't fucking watch it. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, I didn't do my homework. But to be fair, I'm back home visiting and I forced my mom to get Hulu. Holy because shit. Because I, I wanted to have. Mom, I need Hulu. Yeah. I, I needed some content apparently to come on here. So uh, I asked nicely. I said, if you couldn't do it, it doesn't matter. Oh, I was, I was totally into it. I, I thought it was a good show. Some of the stuff was like completely over dramatized. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but 
Um, yeah, like dosing kids with fucking Xanax. And that shit. was a, that was over the top. You would uh, never that over you would never. Somebody was again. dosing uh, customers. There's an fucking- episode where they're doing like a catering event for for free or something because they owe the guy money, and his brother accidentally slips or no no okay slips is the wrong word. He knocks over his bottle. Is it Xanax? Yeah, some, I think it's I think it's Xanax or like Vicodin or something, and all the kids drink the punch and yeah. ecto cooler. That that was a cool little Easter egg there though. Ecto cooler. They put ecto cooler. There's yeah. ecto coolers in the show. That's it. Yep. Yeah, man, you gotta just watch it. Okay, all right. It's too late for this episode, but fine. I think you can get a free month uh, trial. You're right. I'll get a free also trial. you have Spotify. I think they do like a package deal type of thing. Oh, fuck that. But um. <laughs> One thing, you know, I really like the show Shameless. I don't know if you guys seen that. That's obviously like the first show. I, they did other shit too, I think. But uh, that dude Lip, Jeremy Allen White, he's too handsome, first of all. I think he's like, he's too hot. Bro, hot people work in kitchens. But they wear hats, and he does not wear a hat in the kitchen. <laughs> and that was, dude, like, all right, so when I first watched that show, I went into it like a little fucking asshole like I am and judged the shit out of it. What a surprise. It took took me like one rewatch to really be like, all right, I could chill out. This is fucking Hollywood. But the first the show comes out and it's like, all right, this dude has beautiful, luscious, greasy hair and it's just flowing. That sounds just like a flow. line cook to just me, dude. Just flowing everywhere. Nah, man, you got to have a hat dude, on. Dude, Jimmy and I both had beautiful, luscious, greasy hair when we worked on the he line. He does have a really good head of hair. I'll and you, you know what happens, too, is like the second episode, he goes to, uh, not AA, but like AA for someone that died. Al-Anon. Al-Anon. That, that's for <laughs> people that have, to clarify, Al-Anon's for people that are like around people with addiction problems. Oh, really? Okay. So, like, Al Anon's for people that are, like, in, like, if you're married to someone that's an alcoholic. Yeah. You can go to Al Anon. Word. Okay. So, so I didn't even Al- know, I wasn't aware of this. <laughs> the, as first, a thing. the first shot of him in Al Anon, he has a baseball cap on. I'm like, what do you, what do you, you don't do it in the kitchen, but you do it in the fucking pews. Well, uh, we would, wow. uh, shots fired. We wouldn't wear hats, though. We would wear, you know, handkerchiefs. Yeah, that's true. I, that, that counts, though. Yeah. And uh, Dan Sly was pretty. No, and he worked in the kitchen. I was, you know, I mean, I'm gonna take the words pass. out of my mouth, dude. Like, also, his hair's not as long as is it Carmen. Carmen's a character. Yeah, come on, come he's on. fucking sexy, Let's dude. Go, chef. But now, since I've been watching the show, I mean, you know, it's over. It's a quick show to watch, but I keep calling everyone chef. I can't stop. I, I do like some of the casting. Oliver Platt, dude. Ollie Platt's in there. Dude, I'm gonna be doing this all. Surf me up an Ollie Platter right now, dude. I love that guy. Yeah, uh, Lake, I really Lake Placid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not my favorite. I was really into the Baker role by uh, fuck. I'm forgetting his name now, but the character Marcus. I got notes. All like, right, let's it, talk. It, all right, Marcus. Good character, worst actor. You know who the, that dude? His nickname's Elboy. I'm forgetting his fucking the actor's name, but. He's friends with all of the odd future dudes and was on their sketch show back in the day, uh, oh. Loiter Squad. Okay. Well, so that, that was like his first shot at like real Ooh. acting, I feel like. Can we talk? All right. So, did you like the sous chef? Sydney? Yeah. Um, her character was pretty good. I, I do appreciate that. It does bring like a different element to it. I think Marcus the Baker, it's like this is a small beef. Like Chicago beef sandwich shop. I feel and the that chef comes in, yeah. And all of a sudden, Marcus is just like, it's like in the first couple episodes, he was just making fucking rolls. 
for the sandwiches. And all of a sudden he just goes into like beautiful mind genius mode. And he's like, I just have to perfect <laughs> these donuts. And like, dude, you would have been fucking fired already. Like, where are the rolls for the sandwiches? And he's like, I just got to get the right texture. <laughs> like, Yo, you're making donuts, bro. Yeah, I totally feel that. So, some of that stuff was a little over the top. Uh, yeah, but we used to do that. We'd supposed to be prepping something and I'd make like buffalo chicken rim rolls. Yeah. <laughs> or like Jerry would spend the whole day making like jalapeno bagels and then they wouldn't come out right and he'd throw them away. Okay, good Dude, point. Dude, yeah, we did fuck around a lot. Uh, another, another <laughs> something I wanted to dissect that I just thought was hilarious is there's one part where the power goes out and so all the chefs go out back and while they're smoking cigarettes, they like build... <laughs> they take like cinder blocks and like build like and it's like a like a grill basically and they're like, okay this is how we're serving people tonight it's like nah you're all going home <laughs> like yeah. like the dishwasher staying and washing everything like we did uh, build a fire in a trash can next to the shed at the establishment one time really but we we weren't cooking anything in it we were yeah, just getting high I would say I would say yeah. multi- I would say multiple times <laughs> yeah, yeah we made fires that was not a one time but not for cooking dude. Yeah. Like the the pivots in the show, I think are pretty. But you know what I mean. It's I a, think it led up for a good season. It's too. a TV show, but as far as character goes, like characters on the show, Sydney was a good like element to it. Marcus the baker, I got beef with him. I just think it was kind of whack. Yeah, dude. And, but okay. also because I'm like super critical, like you, in that way, and I'm like, I don't, I didn't like his acting. Then best character on the show by far, best acting. In my opinion, is Richie. Oh, absolutely, dude. Yes. He, he's like, he's the best, like, heel. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely, like, yeah, absolutely, like, like, just fuck up. Like, really good performance by him. I'm you, really happy with that. You hated him by the end of the first episode. But you loved him by the end. You still, I still hated him. I started to love him. But from, like, from like a movie-making or, you know, like, film perspective, like, his character is really good. Tell me, oh, that, yeah. tell oh, yeah. me yeah. that guy doesn't look like Luke O'Malley. That's a that's a good character. If you can if they can make you hate him, that's uh, he's doing a good job. Shout out right, Luke. Right. Shout yes. out Joffrey Baratheon for that. He did a really good job. Um can we talk about how Maddie Matheson blows it? Dude, yes. Yes. So happy you brought that Fucking up. Fucking blows it. So I didn't even know who Maddie Matheson was for a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, everyone out there, because everyone fucking, he's like the new celeb chef of the moment. He's mm-hmm. been for a minute. He's hes slowly been climbing up. He was doing, like, the munchy shit before, like, Action Bronson got in on it. And, like. Yeah, but he's, he's just, like, he's, uh, I don't want to get Decock going here on Action Bronson, but, like, yeah, that dude please. is, I'm sorry, but he's just, like, not cool. In the show. I don't think he's that cool outside Maddie of the show. Matty Matheson. Either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. Like, he's so, in all of his cooking shows, he's very, like over the top pronounced like his his like tone the way that he carries himself and in the show to see him try and like well he's almost like not even in the show well it's like you know putting what I mean? him, it's like putting a muffler on him you yeah know what I mean? yeah yeah like and, you can be a part of the show he helped teach a lot like i think he's a producer on the show as well and he helped kind of install a lot of those like i mean all those people went and like staged at like like, I'm pretty sure Lionel Boyce, that's his fucking name. Lionel Boyce plays Marcus. There we go. Uh, but he went to, like, I think he went to, like, Noma or some crazy restaurant to, like, stage to learn how to be. But Maddie Matheson's, like, the dude on the set there that has kitchen training. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the uh, drill instructor on a full metal jacket there. 
Army. Yeah, Army. yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Maddie Matheson, I wanted to see more of like, but that's the thing, because what you know of these certain people, right? They're almost like typecast in your minds. Because how you know Maddie Matheson is just like very like, you know, like <laughs> on his cooking videos. And it's pretty fun to watch. But then to see him like, oh, this dude who has never acted in his life now try and be this role. He does a good job. But because you have this perception in your mind of who he is as a person, you'd be like, oh, well, like this is how he's supposed to be on camera. Yeah. But he's not. So maybe he actually did do a pretty good job acting. But for me or most of the viewers that know him from his online stuff, it's kind of like, oh, well, like, that's not the Maddie Matheson that we know. Yeah. I know what you mean. But he's a good cook. He knows his shit. Good cook, yes. Good, like, internet person. Uh, it's just- what was it? John 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 Barenthal <coughs> gives the cameo for the yep. brother. I like him. The dead brother. Yeah. That was a good, good little slip in there. I mean, that's kind of a big get, honestly. John Barenthal for that role. I mean, I feel like he's the biggest actor on that show. Yeah, but homie Lip, he's kind of yeah. And TV is. But what else? Now, what but... else has Lip been in though? You know what I mean? I mean, Shameless was, but you don't need to be in anything else. No, okay. yeah. and now yeah. with all the streaming okay. networks, like TV has to get big movie stars to get people to watch it because you know no one's going to be viewing it if not like yeah. uh, the old man. I don't know if you've seen that. It's Jeff Bridges on a fucking FX TV show. Like, you're getting huge movie stars now. To yeah, do they got money TV behind shows. them now. Like, TV shows have the money to pay actors like movies can, and they're no longer, like, commitments. Like, back in the day, it's like, do you want to do a TV show? It could last for 17 years. And then it's like, I don't know if I want to do that, but now it's like, you want to do an eight-episode miniseries, and that's why you got, like, so many movie stars that are, like, willing to do that. I think it was... Uh the first season of True Detective that really like flipped the script because yeah, they seen they saw McConaughey and and Woody Harrelson and, and it was just yeah and it was that, just like well if they point. can do it you know why can't we do it? it took it took away a little bit of that stigma I think because people are like you would you would be a TV star and you would try to get into movies but you wouldn't be a movie star and try to get into yeah TV. it was always looked at like, as a step down I feel down. like you can kind of argue too that 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 season of True Detective kind of started that like. Uh, Legend of Earl Childress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out Titsman. Um, <laughs> uh, that like new way of like, I feel like shows now they have these shows that just like it feels like you're watching a movie because it's like oh, a it mini series. Yeah, or it's something. an eight hour movie. You know now. What I mean, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, how Disney got all the Marvel shows. It's now you're watching, yeah. a, you know, an eight hour Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I take issue with in the show. Yes. Uh, what's who's the the actor the lip what's his name jeremy allen white jeremy allen white uh for a guy who plays this like super overstressed like running a restaurant everything's in disarray homie still has time to do arm workouts like every fucking day <laughs> he's like yeah i'm just like super malnourished not sleeping chain smoking butts oh here's another thing but i have a fitness routine <laughs> yeah I, I got too many thoughts about this show i guess the overuse of the word cousin because it's like a Chicago thing, I think was a little antiquated. Really? Start, yeah, because they, they would like force the actors to be like, cousin, cousin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are you with me, cousin? It's like, just didn't seem authentic. Or- They're like, do you get it yet? This set, this show is set in Chicago. Yeah. It's also like, I mean, again, it's like a TV show, but like, this is established. The turnaround happens so fast that I'm like, 
What? Like, you just got shut down by the health department. What do you mean? You're, like, ready to, I don't know, take it to the next level. Like, some of the dishes that they're working on, I'm like, isn't this, like, a gross Philly beef joint? I, I don't know. I've, I'm sorry. Not Philly. My bad. Chicago. My bad, everyone. Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. I don't know a lot about it. Aside from Ch- Chicago is awesome. They have this thing called deep dish pizza. Yeah, that, I'm not, not into it. Chicago's it's rarely awesome. talked about. <laughs> Chicago's awesome. For a good reason. Unless you're stuck in the Chicago Midway Airport on a layover. Then yeah, real talk. Fucking kill me. Um, I was for an hour. It, was, it wasn't that bad. When I say wow. layover, I mean I spent the night. In the oh. Slept. <laughs> yeah, I spent the, I spent like a week out in Chicago. They got a good food scene, and they get a lot of cool. Uh, in the airport? No. <laughs> they get a lot of cool shit like uh, the bean. I don't know if you've seen the, the bean. The bean. It's yeah. like uh, of course. Yeah, it's an art it's, it's like a big metal bean. The, yeah. yeah. And then uh, have you seen a picture of the bean? Uh, I've seen the bean. If you have five minutes of material on Tinder, then you've definitely it's, seen it's, the bean a few times. It, it's literally, yeah. <laughs> Every girl's got a picture of her ass in front of the bean. It's just, it's just a statue of Bean. The, yeah. The, the fucking British actor. <laughs> Mr. Bean. The, the cool thing about Chicago is like uh, nobody has accents. So... Everyone, you know, you go to New York or you go to Boston, you go to a city, everyone's... T- they don't have a Chicago? They don't talk like Chicago? No, they just talk like uh, white people on TV. Like uh, no you'd, you'd feel differently if... Oh, on the show. Yeah. They don't really have the accent. There's no accent. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. The John Wayne Gacy tapes documentary on Netflix, <laughs> they had accents. Mad good. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. I, I, you know, I have no... Pe- <laughs> I know people from Illinois that I feel like it's a Midwestern accent. It's not a Chicago. The Chicago accent, accent is infamous, though. Yeah, Chicago dub bears. Doubles. Yeah, dub bears. John Wayne, you kill I, I a couple of people there, buddy. Like that, cousin. Uh, it sounds like Fargo to me. Well, you know, it's like similar area of the country. Yeah, Midwest. No doubt. Anyway, this is uh, episode. It's 50. Eight of the Rex and this podcast. I think <laughs> can't we can, wait for this I, bit to be. Over. I think I think we could wrap it up on the fucking bear. I think everyone kind of that listens. Have to you guys all gotten your takes off? Anybody got any takes left in the pocket about the bear? No, I I'm would like for, to uh, congratulate you guys though on your uh, recent guests that you've had. I was uh, pretty impressed with the caliber of uh, business owners that have been coming in for the pod. What did we get? Well, thank uh, you, Jim. Figadini, I thought was good. Okay. And then I liked... Shout out, Frankie. Shout out. I liked the... Uh, Dude from North. Yeah. What's I, was it uh, uh, Low Key that uh, he makes a drink that's... Oh, uh, Bill. ...to die for? Yep, the guy died. Yeah, that yeah. was a going too. Okay. What, what, thank you. What's the, the guy was nuts. What's the chef owner's name from North? James Mark. Yeah. That was a good app. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have been uh, getting some good guys in there. Yeah, we crush it basically. Yeah, we're pretty much like the <laughs> best food service podcast in the world. All right, all right. Let's you know. This is awful. <laughs> the bear copped our steez. That's basically what the, this episode's we're, all we're about. Mad. You're the best podcast that puts out episodes every month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No doubt. No, I agree with Jimmy. You've had some some really good episodes that aren't just people like me talking about fucking. Well, I mean, drama. you you've. Been a part of one of our best episodes ever, and now too. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about? I mean, Jimmy, I'm sure you got some, but uh, why am I such a fucking idiot, John? It's been like not that long since you've been on the pod. After your episode came out, did you think of any stories that you were just like, 
yo, fuck, I totally forgot about this. I totally should have told them this. Yeah, I mean, there was the time that um, I accidentally fucking killed a guy. <laughs> yo, dude. <laughs> you probably shouldn't tell this one. Uh, you were clocked in? Uh, I was something. But, it's uh, never off the clock. Yeah. No, not many stories like... I mean, they'll, they'll come to me as, as we do this. Actually, I was so prepared to talk about the bear for like four hours. Dude, go back. <laughs> yo, yo, I, yo I, go I, off, I, gang. I, I, I could write like a fucking <laughs> college paper. About I asked bear. if you had any more takes. <laughs> it was super recent because I just binge watched all of it in the last like three or four days. Are you psyched for season two? Well, they left it cliffhangery, of course. But, it, you know. Are you they think, holding auditions? I don't think so. Well, it got it got renewed. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Like they're opening the bear, right? Yeah. Ugh. Thank you for your patronage. Cummings, let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> let it rip. That that phrase is gonna stick with me. And the fact that they found <laughs> fucking this dude owed so many people. They're like selling coke out of the back of the restaurant, and then all of a sudden, this dude finds this like little note card. All their money problems are solved. They use the can of fucking tomatoes and they're like, oh yeah, like I found a stack of cash in here. And then all of a sudden he goes, okay, I liked, I liked the tomatoes part. Look, that's cool. Except if you're in Chicago, I don't give a fuck how well you know people or homies you're with. If I'm finding like 150, 200 K right then and there, I'm not bringing all my staff to come fucking help. Right. For a family. Everyone's sitting there like, oh, very good good point. What about the one dude who's got like serious drama at home and he's just like, yo, like, fuck all y'all. I'm stealing this right now. Yeah. I could walk out of this room and find a can in your kitchen with 200K and then I ain't going to ask for help. (laughs) That is a (laughs) very good point as to how. Shiesty the industry. Help. I'd is. be like, yo, if I was if I was homie the bear, I'd be like, we're closed for the night. I'm gonna do something else. Or what if it was realistic and there was only one can with money in it? That seems more realistic to the situation. There's one can. He's like, oh cool, I found like 10k. He's like, I still owe like 290 to this dude. I mean, I guess we're gonna see how it plays out. How right? do you even? How is this dude who's this fucking drug addict who blows his brains out is gonna reseal cans of tomatoes with money in it? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I like part of the. What if if earlier in the show he had been like, oh, I don't like these fucking. Why didn't he order the big cans of tomatoes? Throw out all those cans of tomatoes. How about the more realistic take of like they should have just thrown out all that? Well, why would they throw it out if it's a non perishable good? They're clearing space, man. I mean, I just. I feel like one, they're saying he was a drug addict, but there's not one shot of John Bernthal fucked up in the show. There's not more than one minute of his being Wait. on the show. No, yeah, there is. There's a couple flashbacks. <laughs> two, sugar. Two, like he, kill, he killed himself by jumping off a bridge, but they don't show it or anything. I have a feeling that. No, they said that he shot himself on the bridge. Am I incorrect? I don't know. I might be wrong. It's been kind of a while since I watched it, to be honest. Well, wow. I've, I've brought this. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I have. Me. I kind of have my thoughts on season two, and I kind of feel like someone killed John Bernthal, and he didn't kill himself. It was Richie. Dun dun. Nah, dun. no That's way. Richie, called. no way. It's not Richie. Richie accidentally killed him. It was definitely like the dude Richie fucked over in a coke deal or some shit like that. 
So yeah, super realistic of a show. So they're gonna get, they're like gonna get a Michelin star and still be like fucking doing coke out the back. Well, if you work in a kitchen, you gotta do coke out the back. Good point. Are you talking about doing coke or selling? I, coke? I meant selling coke, because doing coke, yes, yeah, selling so, uh, coke. I don't know. You need that expo juice. Yeah, you got to do it if you want to kill it at an expo. Well, don't let me just steer us all to the bear because I, I, I don't know. I watched it all in like the last three days. So, dude, get your takes off. I'm fired up about it, but. <laughs> Uh, if you want to transition, I do have. A you can keep skewering the bear if you want. I, I got a good uh, customer story. I could tell. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let it rip. Uh, <laughs> so you know, I've been doing some kind of like kitchen mercenary work at a couple of different places. Okay, Bane. So, so we'll. <laughs> Yeah, so I've been working. I'm not gonna do dude. Don't even. <laughs> I got I got trash impressions. Um, Thank God you bailed out. Now it's not the time no, for free. Dude, you should have quit. <laughs> that comes after. Oh, okay. um, anyway, so I was working. I was running some food to a table, and so it was like a seven top, and they ate like a bunch of fucking. Food. They each had. They got a lot of food. You know what I mean? Like it was more than they needed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I didn't know what their situation was, like how far along on their meals they were. I was bringing dessert, and uh, so I get to the table with the dessert. Everyone has finished except for one dude who has like maybe like, let's say 20% of his meal left. And I go to put it down, I'm like, yeah, here's the ice cream. And he goes, while we're eating? <laughs> <laughs> And bro, yeah. I have been having such a good time doing front of the house shift because, like, I just was like, my bad, <laughs> and, like, walked away because I was just like, what the fuck, bro? If you and then having- I, I asked the waitress, and she was like, yeah, they have been the worst fucking table all night. But I was just like, whoa. If, like- you're, having, if you're having the best time doing front of the house shit, you have not been doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For real. It's it's totally fun to like celebrity some shit if you're working in the back of the house. Let's like, go. Oh, cool. Like, I'm going to be amongst the people and like, would you like any fresh cracked black pepper? <laughs> and then you talk to like servers and they're just like, I want to fucking die. Yeah. I mean, like that night I was literally just like running food. So, uh, but it's just, I don't know, studying the human behavior gets wild than seeing someone just go like, like slopping some, about to slop some food in his face. I'm just like, dude, your six other friends are all done eating and you're just going to. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I ruin this $40 dinner for you guys? <laughs> it, was, it was probably more, but still just like the tone. I was like, dude, like you're acting like I just like hit your dog with my car. Like, <laughs> people, I feel that uh, when they go out to a restaurant, they just get this sense of entitlement. I used to wait on a cruise ship. And it was like uh, an all-inclusive cruise ship. Um, and the people there were just like, they expect you to like rub their back while you were, while you were serving them the food. Jeez. Maybe There's not go, a hot towel with you, this meal? You didn't put my wife's plate down first? Like, oh, you, you're supposed to, you didn't reach over my left arm to pour my wine? It's like, fuck it. Shut Dude, that's a, this is <laughs> this is a cruise ship, sir. It's like, oh yeah, and, and we'd be shit faced. Like we'd get you know time off between lunch, and you know breakfast and lunch and lunch and dinner. And the two hour you get off, I'd go two streets off from the from the boat and get fucking hammered, and then come back and fucking they can't tell you're wobbling because the boat rocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a very good point. Dude, speaking of boat rocks, you get if you got a puke, seasickness. Oh, it's it fine. It was good. Shout out Block Island Ferry. Oh, <laughs> Yo, can we can we please talk about that for a second? But 
Yeah. Shout out to Black Island Ferry. Speaking of boat rocking, uh, there's going to be new implemented like armed officers on every ferry. Oh my God. Did you, did you see the news uh, when they were interviewing the guy still on Black Island who was like shit talking the people that got on the boat? And he was like, there was like syringes full of alcohol all over the parking lot. Like, I didn't hear what happened. What happened? Oh, there was. You a, didn't hear what happened. Dude, I didn't hear what happened. There was a big to do. At reggae, we'll break fe- it down. Reggae fest at Ballard's. Just to give you a little synopsis. Yeah, um, a fight like a, a brawl broke out, which there's footage of at the actual at Ballard's, mm-hmm. and then on the last ferry home. I don't know if my details are correct, but they added an extra ferry because there were too many people. So the very last ferry, which was like added on, people are fucking hammered. Yeah, a massive brawl breaks out. On the ferry, yo, and then Coast Guard comes up while there's footage of this on the news. Oh, yeah, jumping onto the boat of them, like, yeah, basically, like getting onto the boat while it's going, and like cops have their gun drawn, like, damn, their, gun, like, their uh, guns out, and like, of course, they do. Some like eight people got arrested. I think someone uh cut someone with a razor blade. Yep, there was some, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like a box yeah. cutter or something, so, yeah. had, and a lot of it was filmed. Yeah, the only, the only, uh footage I could find on YouTube was like someone's cell phone and she's like, oh, the pigs are on the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All I can say from the footage that I saw, it looks like the fight, like it seems like there's controversy about Ballard's right now and like people are blaming Ballard's, but it's like, it seems kind of like the fight did start at Ballard's and it got worse as it got towards the ferry. You know, it looks like the fight, like from the footage I saw, also like, okay, so you know when the ferry comes and they like, connect it to the dock and everyone's waiting to get on. That's when it was like starting to get bad. And I feel like the ferry people should have been like, all right, we're not fucking taking you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Even if that means we're not taking you to like 50 people, because it literally was like, there was more than 10 people, 15 people involved in the altercations. Well, that's the thing that I kind of took issue with is looking at the news. And of course, like, the only thing they put in the news, the people that are arrested are like fucking people of color, like not getting any. Of course. And then it's like, for me, you know, what my first thought Chattius was like, isn't like, getting like, arrested. Like the comedian in me was like, I've never seen a beach brawl ever that doesn't have some fucking stupid ass white bro. Of course. Involved. <laughs> it's like, why wasn't he arrested? Oh, yeah. Like, I think what? we all know why. Why? <laughs> oh, you know, news is fear mongering. Fear mongering. Very true. You know, they're, uh, they're trying real hard to get this fucking racial war going. Like, oh, yeah. I was just waiting for one of the newscasters to be like, well, it didn't happen at Country Fest. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Fucking bullshit media. Well, that was like uh, when they had that mass shooting on 4th of July and they're like, in white neighborhoods? Hmm, really? <laughs> on our holiday? Hmm, it was fake. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, fucking skewered. Yo, meanwhile, the Block Island Ferry song. Is cultural appropriation for fucking reggae music. It's yep. So, <laughs> so it's called steel drums and shit. Yeah, it's so whack. And they're just like, I don't know if we can do reggae fest out here. It's like, that's your fucking song for the ferry. The whole fucking economy of Black Island is based on come here and get f- too fucked up on the beach. Yeah. Like, that's literally what Black Island exists for, is for people going there and getting wasted. You get off the ferry and you're on the, you're on a, you're at a bar. That's how they make money, and they're fucking kidding themselves if they don't think so. If I had to take a ferry and then get off on a beach and pay $12 for a tall boy Bud Light and $80 for a beach chair, 
I'd be fucking fighting by the end of the show. Yeah, dude, dude, those beach chair fucking prices are crazy. Well, and you know, with the That's prices good. like that, you're bringing your own flask or something. You're bringing, oh, yeah. I'm, bringing, I'm bringing a pint of Everclear, you know. And, like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I've been to the beach a lot in the past month while we have not been recording. I feel like drinking at the beach is just, like, turns people into a different type of animal, oh, all that dude. Sun. Like, when you're in on the, the beach all day, drinking just in the baking, sun no shade. You get oh. extra dehydrated. Yeah, just extra pissed off when that ferry isn't ready for you. I was in, uh, I went to Granada at the beginning of the summer. And it's, like, nice. uh, tropical, you know. Oh, yeah, I saw the pics. Um, and... Right across from where we were staying, there's a beach, and there's, like, a little bar on it, but it's just for, like, the locals. And we'd be, like, the only ones there except for, like, you know, four or five local college kids who would just be fucking blotto. Mm. Like, we were there, like, the second day there, and there was this, like, this girl with, like, her fucking leg in a boot, and her whole body was, like, as red as... Wait, say that again? Leg in a boot? Yeah, she must have had, like, broken her leg. Oh, okay. She's wearing, like, a full boot. Yeah. And she's, you know... Red as a tomato because she's been doing nothing but drinking. There's no sunscreen being applied. Oh, my God. And they're just like, you know, the rowdiest fucking bunch of people. And I'm like, I, I can't wait to see what they look like tomorrow. <laughs> Dude. Drunk, drunk, drunk girl in a boot on the beach is like... There's sand in that thing. Like, like, oh, what yes. is, like they got know, like a trash bag like, around let's, it. Let's just say, let's just say <laughs> she definitely was not like... Competing in like professional soccer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh no, they were they were competing over like the, the fifty year old locals that were on the beach, and they were like, "I'm gonna get him." Yeah. Yeah, you look good. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah." I that's not how. She, that's not a sports injury, right there. I, she's like, "I fell down last night, broke my ankle, threw the boot on, I'm back." On oh, the beach so today. you? I'm she already owned the boot. See, I was just thinking personally, like, if I had an injury bad enough, like a boot. I might just cancel my vacation. Oh, no way. No, you'd be on the beach getting fucking hammered because what are you going to do? You're going to go hike in the jungle? I don't think so. No, and those, those Vicodin that they gave you with the boot are going to make your bar that's pad true. go down. That's, that's true. Okay, well, maybe not a tropical vacation then. Maybe like in the woods what, chilling. What, what was that? Uh, do you guys remember that John Candy movie where he has a broken leg? It's like a summer vacation movie. This is kind of a reaching here. Dude, I don't remember you know? which one that is. You guys are too young. Sorry, bud. It's all right. It's, uh, they, they end up sharing. Like, that's the one with the, there's a bear in that one, isn't there? Yep. The bear comes over and he ends up like shooting it with a light bulb shotgun. Yep. Yeah, it's a lamp that he shot, <laughs> shoots it with. Sounds, sounds pretty good. I, I want to remember the name of that. You guys should watch it. Oh, it's, it's really good. good. Yeah, shout out JC. And go go get him, John Candy. Not to be confused with Joe C from uh, Kid Rock. <laughs> oh, my God. One of the, uh, the best know. drinking uh, on the beach scenarios I've ever seen. I was down in Florida. Uh, I used to work at a Seven Eleven, like third shift, and my whole job was uh, stocking in inventory of all the beer and mm-hmm. cigarettes and scratch tickets. So every day I'd leave with a garbage bag full of beer because I'd be like, "Oh, it's, it's broken." I put it in the waste log; it's broken, and I'd yep. leave with a you know garbage bag full of beer. And I was right at the end of the street of Venice Beach, so I'd go down and get out of work at like six thirty, seven a.m. I'd go to Venice Beach, get shit faced, fall asleep, wake up, go back to work. So I woke up at like, you know, I got there at like six thirty. Uh, and there's like these two bros there. They're just like digging this fucking huge hole. PM? AM. AM. 6 AM. They're just digging this huge hole. And I'm like, look at these fucking bros. How like, big? You know, three by four by, you know, four feet deep. And I'm like, these got nothing better to do than dig a fucking hole at 6 AM. You could fit a quart of wood in there. Uh, they fit a whole keg in there. So like, you know, seven o'clock rolls up and there are two other boys show up with the fucking keg and, they, and a bunch of ice and they nice. drop it in. 
and they buried the whole thing except for the tap and put it under a fucking sand pail. So all day they were just fucking pumping that thing and nobody on the beach could tell. It was like I was like, oh, genius. I was like, I was fucking talking shit and you guys are genius. Wow, that's actually pretty fucking Plant the keg at the beach the night before, dude. That's a good life lesson right there. You ever get in a fight on the beach, Decot? Uh, yeah, I think so. Wait. There were many drunken nights on the beach in Matunic, and there were definitely nights when fights went down. I don't think I was directly involved in any. I remember one time Randall was fired up because someone said the N-word, and then he freaked out. Yeah. Wait, Sounds about right. What about that time we were at the beach party and you, like, beat up that girl? <laughs> oh, yeah, that one time. Well, I didn't think of that because, you know, I don't think of women as people. So, like, it just and didn't. And that really up. wasn't a fight. That You know, she didn't have a chance. Oh, my God. What, do you work at Poor Judgment? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's brutal. But great callback. Yeah, great reference. Uh, uh, I've not fought any women or <laughs> other people on the beach, yeah, I was for the like, record. I'm just trying. Uh, yeah. Uh, Anyway, the charges were dropped, so not yeah, it doesn't even count. <laughs> I won't. Uh, I won't even go to the beach around here anymore now. There's so many sharks. So many Bro, sharks. The sharks is not what I was expecting you to say. Yeah, there's like a shark sighting like once a week around here now. Well, Cape Cod, off Mass. Block Island. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of great whites. Oh yeah, we've become now their like their mating ground in the summertime. Uh, people got it's attacked sick. in New York. I saw that, but. People get attacked in New York all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw you know, sharks. I actually I saw a meme that was like it was like shark attacks per shark attack no shark bites on humans per year. It was like seven hundred and thirty five. And it was like New Yorkers bite attacks on human. And it was like fifteen hundred. <laughs> like You're more You're likely to get, get bit, bit by, by a New Yorker than yeah. a shark. No, uh, a New Yorker, not not a human. So uh, like uh before I got sidetracked on that Block Island shit, uh, that, was, that was a good. That was a good uh, pathway. Cycling back to what you were saying about like customers being super entitled and stuff like that, I do have a memory of being at uh, like a fine dining establishment, and there was, what was it? What was he? It was you that was saying like, oh, while like you didn't put my wife's plate down first. Oh yeah, you're supposed to serve my wife first. Yeah. So I had a customer one time. It was a couple. And the woman would not speak to me. Yeah. She would literally look over and speak to her husband in his ear. And then he would ask me for shit. Yeah. I'm sure he wasn't beating her at home. Yeah. Right. That sounds like a healthy dynamic. No, 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 no. Like he was the, like she was the one in charge sort of shit. Like. I'd be like, oh, like, how is your meal? Or, like, can I get anything else? And she would, like, lean over and whisper into uh, his like, ear. And he'd like, be like, she's the queen. Like, yeah. Like, she would not address me like a commoner, the service staff. That's so fun. And I just had to deal with it the whole fucking time. That sucks. That's when you ask the kitchen staff to make their food special. Yeah, not at this place. I'd be like, fuck you. That's That sucks. I'd just be like, what are you doing right now? Like. Uh, but that's when it's so uncomfortable. But, but when you're in that scene, right, and you're a waiter at like a fine dining place, like, yeah, you're you, not gonna say you, fuck you. Like, you just take so much shit like that. Yeah, because you're like, I just want your fucking money. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like I can smile and like be funny and like try and take it. Like, I'll do the best job to wait on your table. Like, I don't give a shit about you, but I want that tip, and like, yeah, I, I will do whatever it takes. 
But yeah, you take a lot of situations like that where you're just like, you're treated like shit. And you're just like, okay. That's like, the whole serving lifestyle is just being able to put up with shit. I feel like that's how you make it. Oh, dude, we went to, so me and uh, my buddy Tommy went to Phil's this morning, actually. Yeah, Shout out. A recent story. And the Did girl, you go to the roof? You know, not, it was by chance. We, we didn't ask for the roof and we ended up there. And the girl that was serving us, the woman, excuse me. Show some respect. I would, dude. You're the one that fucking beat up a girl on the beach, dude. Like, Allegedly, okay. Um, but you know, our server, she was pretty overwhelmed. I feel like at one point, and she was just like the over apologetic. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm server. so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I ordered toast. You know, you get breakfast that comes with toast, and I didn't want it to begin with. I just want the good stuff. But I didn't want to be those guys like skip the toast. Which I should, which I should have been. I should just be like, save the bread for something else. Throw it to the ducks or something. <laughs> if you said it like that, I think that would have been great. My my Rhode Island comes out when I'm back here visiting. But at the end of the meal, I had the toast on my plate, and I eaten like everything else. And she's like, "Oh, is there something wrong with the toast?" And I was like, "No, like, it, I just wasn't hungry." She's like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted like I looked at my buddy Tom after she left, and I was like. We need to build this girl's confidence right now. Yeah. Like, I know what that's like, though, to be in that zone. And you're just like, oh, like, what did I fuck up? It's like, yeah, you didn't fuck up anything. I just, yeah, she thinks she like brought you the wrong the toast, toast and that you're not saying anything because you're being nice about it or something. I just didn't want the toast. Right. But I've been there too on the other side. What, what was that? I don't know. Making sure his mics were working. I just, yeah, a bunch of things. Max is rusty, mind. dog. Yeah, I'm a little rusty. He's okay. all over the place. I'll be back up. So, yeah, but shout out to Phil's. I like the dude. I like the downstairs fills. Well, yeah, it's dude. Classic. Sitting at that bar is pretty tight. All the home fries in the corner of the flat yeah, top. I, lo- I love that shit. I used to go there when you can get an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I miss. Uh, I miss smoking at a breakfast restaurant. We used to skip school and go to Bickford's when I was in high school. Walk down to Bickford's and we, you know, crush a couple Adderall on the table <laughs> and just sit there and smoke butts. It's know, snort Adderall. Snort Adderall on the table. Straight up. I remember we we were sitting there and uh, the day before there was two other kids that we went to school with sitting like two tables over and we left. We left paid our bill and after we left those kids got up and took all the money. So then when we came back the next day they thought we chewed and screwed them. Yo. So they called the school and sent the principal down. So they're all sitting there smoking butts and crushing Adderall and the principal walks in and she's like you're suspended and you're suspended and you're suspended and you're suspended and I'll come back to school and I was like if I'm already suspended I'm <laughs> yeah, what the back fu- to school I'll see you Two days. Yo. Did did you guys ever go to uh do you remember Ponderosa? Oh yeah, Ponderosa. They had a salad bar. They had an ice cream bar. Where was Ponderosa? <clears throat> Ponderosa was kind of like a what is it, like a sizzler or that? It was like, like a Shoney's. Sure. The same idea. <laughs> it sure was. Uh but it was just like a like a buffet restaurant. And mm-hmm. when, when I was a kid, that was like the the shit. There was a shit, and I remember going to places like this and being like, oh, man, like, this is the coolest place. Like, if you had, like, a birthday dinner or something, you're like, mom, dad, like, will you please take us to Ponderosa? I remember going as an adult, well, like a teenager. It's the saddest fucking restaurant in the world. It's just like, or like Greg's restaurant when you were were young. Oh, man. Dude, I've never been. Oh, I didn't Greg's are just like, yo, cake. Yeah, it's going to be great. Do you know that my first serving job was at Greg's? Yo, how was that? What was the average age of like the people you were serving? 
75. You can base it on how many baskets of bread and uh, trays of pickles they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What do you think your average tip out percent was? Oh, man. I, I would like to think that, that that check average was probably like $35. Yeah. And they weren't leaving 20%. But oh, fun fact! Did you know that Greg's the the people that own Greg's in well they created Posi Touch, and that's why Greg's restaurants were like so fucking. You're like, oh man, like these restaurants aren't that good, but how do they have so much money? They like, created Posi Touch. Posi Touch was fucking the people that own Greg's restaurant. That's nuts. I mean, they obviously like Posi Touch was surpassed by many other like point of sale systems. Sure, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, man. Like, I remember being That's there, crazy. But working at Greg's was shitty. I, you had to, like, dress nice. It's just, like, n- not a good experience. It's not that nice a restaurant to have to oh, dress nice. And, and, that was, and, like, no one gave a shit. You know, obviously, it's like any other restaurant. You have, like, piece of shit workers in the front and the back. And, uh, and there's, like, the career people. That it's are basically friendlies. Like. Basically friendlies. And I remember this specifically. Greg's is the kind of place that if it's a birthday... In the back, like the server's like, I need singers. And you look around for any kind of camaraderie, and everyone just fucking, they just disappear. <laughs> yeah. Like they'll like jump into a trash can, and then yeah. you end up going to a table with like you and like a 14 year old food runner. And you're yep. trying to do like this happy birthday song. Happy was it an original happy birthday song? Like a Greg's original. It was when I was like, happy, happy birthday. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. That yeah, it was really cool. So I'm gonna Sick try beat. and pick up, I'm gonna actually reapply and pick up some shifts. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just do it for the cake. I wanna dog. get back into it. I wanna wait on people that are on fixed incomes. Yeah. Because um, those are the people that you definitely want as customers as a right. server or bartender, right? We had gone there one time right before the pandemic happened. Uh just for cake. We had gone out to eat somewhere else, and we were like, "Oh, I want dessert." And we were so like, "Let's go, it. let's go to Craig's and get some cake." And uh, we, me and me and my girlfriend, we were the youngest people there by like forty years. Wow. <laughs> like, every, like you walked in and it just smelled like Ben Gay and mothballs. And I like, feel oh, like that God. restaurant, like the things they must run out of as far as like ingredients, must be like totally different than normal restaurants. I feel a lot of that is... They're just, like, going straight through tuna and rye like crazy and shit. Do you think anyone's That's ageist. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think... Not all old people eat tuna. Do you guys think that anyone's ever actually died by chocolate? At Greg's? Probably. (laughs) No doubt. Probably, I I just picture, like, the whole, like, death by chocolate thing. Like, I picture some, like... Victorian era. They're like, how will we get rid of him? And he's like, death by chocolate. <laughs> Hemlock in his cake. <laughs> and they just boil a bunch of chocolate and pour it on you like fucking magma. Hell yeah. Be pretty sick. Oh my God. So that's what, that's, Drogo, that's, dude, that's what they should do to Trump after he gets like convicted of treason. Sounds like some fetish shit right there. Yeah, right. So you want to do Willy Wonka Trump? I was was trying to think of his name when he fell into the chocolate river. (laughs) (laughs) And not not to remake Willy Wonka, because Jesus Christ. Uh, But I will say Greg's uh, Heath Bar Crunch Cake. Oof, that sounds good. Mental Heath Bar Crunch Cake. Yeah, get at me. Cranston, you had your chance. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like the desserts are like the only thing that they really make in-house at Greg's. Yeah. Everything else is like Cisco or... uh, 
U.S. food. Yeah, it's just it's just like one of those sad, depressing kind of scenes. Mm-hmm. Well, not if you like cake. Well, look at the people I've eating never cake been, next been, to you. So that's okay, what makes it. you sad. Go to Greg's restaurant on a Tuesday afternoon at 4.30 and order a slice of cake I doubt yourself. anyone's there. <laughs> no, that. it's all <laughs> old people, time. dude. That's the thing. Yeah. It's really... Okay. It's, it's like a cellos. Fuck, fuck cellos and fuck Greg's. Yeah. Never been to cellos either. Cellos is like the same thing. Oh, I, I work for Only without the cake. They fucking, they're the worst. I worked for them, and then they switched to that Rody Joe's when Rody Joe's was up in Grody Hose, you know, dude. Yeah, that was fucking. I almost died there one time at Rody Joe's. Uh, yeah, Rody Joe's. The fucking uh, manager Jay was a fucking huge cokehead, and he mm-hmm. would fucking do a bunch of blow and then run around that place like a chicken with its head cut off. And I was walking into the walk-in cooler to grab something as he was fucking running out with, with a, a knife? kitchen knife, damn, Jesus. chest level. And I fucking, I jumped back and the fucking tip of the blade hit my apron right at my fucking sternum. And I was like, fuck you, I'm out of here. I like, oh, I'm done for the day. See you later. <laughs> you you almost just fucking killed me. Wow. That's fucking nuts. Sheesh. I want, I want to hear about you killing a guy. It was just for content. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, man? Also, Dan did not beat up a woman. Yeah, these are bits. Anywho, dude. Fucking Greg's, shout out to Greg's, and that Death by Chocolate Cake has definitely killed some old people. So uh, you were just talking about um, possibly grabbing some shifts back at Greg's. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go stage at Greg's. Dude, you, you get me. That's why stage at um, Greg's. But, you know, kind of a hot topic because this podcast is about an establishment. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about committing to the bit. And wow. Maybe picking up some shifts over there. What do you think about You're that? committing to it on the fucking airwaves right now. Well, I haven't back. said yes. I'm saying I'm thinking about committing to the bit. Dude, you got to do it now. Well, with editing technology, I'm sure you could <laughs> no, out all this. No way, dude. You should see if New Wave needs any front of the house staff. They'd be like, we're not interested. I'm just, I, you know, I'm more, I want to see the chaos where I feel like that's going to be a pretty well. You, you're, you're fishing for content. Yeah. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah. <laughs> you go over to New Wave and they're like, wow, we're eating. Yeah. <laughs> they're bad. I, uh, I drove by the establishment the other night. We had gone up to uh, the Duck Press for dinner, which is like uh, three doors down from uh, Maddie Reagan's new spot. Um, if I go crazy, we like, I was like, I want to just drive by. <laughs> There's like a, a huge apartment building across the street from it now. Yeah, the whole Boone Street's all. Different. Oh yeah, could they where the parking lot was, right? W- yeah, with that 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 building's gone the now. Imp- it's this huge fucking apartment building. Yep. And as we were driving by, the usual characters were, were getting out of work, jumping in their car, and heading over to the uh, the bar is all I could imagine. Really, I was like, oh, look at this. Nothing's changed. It's all the same homies. They've they've had like. The last couple of times I've been in town, the establishment has had like, they haven't been open no. much. They've been right? having like their hours are really so different I, now. I guess I don't know if I brought this up on the last episode or when that. No, no. I went and worked a celeb shift at the anti establishment recently. Yeah, like like during our break. Yeah. Uh, How'd that go? I. Wow. I'm, I Sounds like it was deep. I, well, I might have to del- I might have to delete this, but. I think it's a very interesting race to see which place is going to close first. (laughs) (laughs) I think it is a very, I, you know, I didn't go in there with high expectations. I got offered, I guess I'll bleep it out, but 
Casey was like, if you could come in, I'll give you $25 an hour. And I was like 30. <laughs> and she said yes. Uh, For one shift. One shift. I was already down. I was at the beach in SK. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking go do this. And I just went and worked pizza from five to nine. I don't even know if I could tell this whole story. <laughs> um, well, with the power of editing technology. So, so Kyle Lammy's there. Mm-hmm. How uh, Case- how many dragons was he chasing? <laughs> oh. oh man, uh, I'll leave that unanswered. I hope he's doing alright. Uh, <coughs> Kyle, Casey, and this uh, other dude who was actually he was he was the man. I forget his name. Was it Mike? No. He's like this younger black kid, but he was like a beast. He knew his shit. Uh, they, those three are running around like chickens with their fucking heads cut off. In a good way or bad way? Well, like, you know, in a way you would be like, okay, they're grinding, you know, like mm-hmm. Kyle's doing the line. He's pretty much running the whole kitchen. But the problem is, is they have those three on a shift and then they have one. Sonia's son is dishwashing. Yeah. And that show's sick. And I've now worked a shift yeah. with Sonia's son. Yeah. The man. Uh, <laughs> but he's the dishwasher. There's like five front of the house staff, two people on pizza, and another person in the kitchen that just... That I would go as far to say they're just completely untrained, just chilling. Really? But like at the same time, everyone's running around so fast that no one's noticing that these people aren't doing anything. Because I hopped on the pizza station while they were crashing because one of the pizza people had a mental breakdown and had to go sit in their car. Um, And so it's me and this like 18-year-old girl on pizza. And I just go, do you have any clue what you're doing? And she goes... No, like she was so shy, and uh, well, you, you're talking to her like that. I can <laughs> do, you have do you have any idea what you're doing? <laughs> no, no, no. I Some wasn't fucking I was not, it, was, fuck. it was not like that. I came over and started uncrashing them, and I was like, "Hey, like I noticed, you know, you're not just a nicer version like, of what you just said." Yeah, huh? pretty okay. much. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, I go, "How many shifts have you worked here?" And she goes, "This is my second. And I go, <laughs> "What was it like the first shift?" And she was like. It was worse than this. And I go, wow. So they have a person just on a station making pizzas that has never read the menu, been trained in any way that is just there in a shift where there is just like, dude, it was just a tornado. This of, is midsummer of shit. Yeah, this yeah. is nuts. Like full on busy season. Yeah. this. Is- yeah. I mean, like the place is more limited than it used to be. You know what I mean? So I'm like. They could be doing more business. Technically. And they, they actually uh, they have their like full liquor license now. It's no, just it's, beer it's beer and wine. I think my I'm mixed up on like the whole anti-establishment thing. We're talking about the place is, that's around is the bike the corner. stop, the bike stop cafe. We'll bleep it out. I'm trying to fucking keep it cool here. Yeah, no, I'm just saying we'll bleep it out. But yeah, I had to say it to get you. But I I saw recently that they have like full cocktails now. Really, but. Maybe they got it. Liquor. Maybe they got it. They upped their liquor. How, how long ago were you there? Uh, Sounds like, like what, a month ago? Yeah. Huh. Well, gonna well the they also, I, well, I also remember they used to do cocktails with like uh, sake and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Those low proof things. Yeah. That's not a cocktail. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it is. Well, <laughs> they used to do, you know, they could do it with your, you bring your booze and we'll make you a cocktail too. 
Because the establishment used to do that. Like, you want to get a mimosa in the morning, you bring the shit and we have the juice. Yeah. And they, they made up, like, a whole mocktail menu that they could make you cocktails if you brought your booze. But I thought BYOB, you can't bring, like... Oh, you bring whatever you want. I thought it was just, like... Your wine. No, bring your own booze. Bro, at the bring, fucking you establishment. Hand, you can bring a handle of fucking gin. Yes, like, we've seen people. I've seen people bringing like a handle and like a 30 rack to like fucking brunch I've, at the establishment. I've done a keg stand at the establishment <laughs> that kids brought in a keg with them while they were eating. That's fucking. They're like fucking more corn fritters, bro. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> Extra gorg sauce. Oh, oh dude. Keg stands at the fuck on the patio, at least. I hope I was doing keg stands on the patio. Okay, thank does, god. Does the anti establishment still have the massive like back building area? Like their their whole like big, I remember like when the, they first like the bar area. Yeah, they're not using it, they're not using that. So, I got me and my old co worker John, who I was hyped to see, isn't that where well. like the impressive pizza oven is and shit? I'd say both the ovens are pretty important. But isn't, yeah. like, the real big fancy one in the Well, bar? so she's using both the ovens, but only one of the dining rooms. Mm-hmm. And so she was basically like, yeah, we've been getting crushed every Tuesday because the establishment's closed and everyone comes here because they haven't been open on Tuesdays for, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks or something. And uh, she's like, I'm going to have you and John just do the takeout. And... <laughs> Like no takeout game. <laughs> it was like all fucking tables. So you were chilling. And then in the yeah, I was chilling. I was like, this is the easiest shit ever. I'm just like making pizzas for Sonia's kid and shit. And like I actually started training Sonia's kid to make pizzas. And at, at the end of the night, I was like, Yeah, it's time to like get this kid on pizza. And she was like, He's not even ready to get he's out like of the dish. 14. He's like, he's not even ready to get out of the dish pit. And I was like, listen, the people you have on pizza are not ready to do pizza. So yeah. like you gotta do something here. Like I I don't like how... Okay. I was at the, the Muse the other night. Mm-hmm. Shout out the Muse. Revoked. Yeah, definitely. Hard <laughs> shout out Muse. Yeah, well, like, I'm revoking the Muse because they charged me $7 for a high noon. Got him. For real? Got him. Yeah. In a I, can? I sat at the pizza at the pizza bar and... All right. So Actually, I feel like $7 for a high noon is not that high. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like... Anyway, we're not going to get it. The price of booze is, is through the roof now. Like... As is everything. Look, if yeah. I can buy if I can buy a four pack of these at a liquor store for nine ninety nine, and you're gonna probably get them in bulk at a restaurant, you're marking them up from like a dollar fifty to seven, then your restaurant is not doing that hot. Yeah. So first thing, second thing. All right, all right. This is me coming to my hot take. Yeah, so we love this it. This is we your take. Oh, can't right. Wait, wait right. this is the hot take. No, this is not it. This oh, is just okay. I'm, I'm getting myself amped up. Right. Yeah, let's go. Well, it's four and a half percent vodka sodas. Work up to it. So, <laughs> I look pizza is an art. Okay, but what you were talking about the anti-establishment, like this person hasn't been trained on pizza. It's like if you don't have the fucking chops, if you're not picking it up within the first shift or two. Like, you shouldn't be working at a fucking pizza place. Yeah. Is that wrong to say? No. Um, Like, if you... it, I would say, how fucking hard is it, man? Yeah. I, but you know what? It wasn't, like, the girl... It was not her fault. Like, there was no one... It's not that someone was training her and she wasn't getting it. She was just there, clocked in, not getting trained. Yeah. Just standing well, there, like... At the Muse, right? You know? the, the two cooks, like one of the guys, he's like a younger guy who's helping prep the pizzas. The other dude is like obviously running the oven. That's mm-hmm. like his fucking station. 
He's mm-hmm. like the Muse pizza guy. That's what I gathered when I was mm-hmm. there for like an hour. And just to hear the guy be like, you know, the younger kid be like, oh, I could run the oven. And, you know, they're kind of like talking back and forth about it. It's like, yeah, you probably could. And the do- furthermore, the guy that's like working the oven, I don't like this whole coveted like gatekeeper aspect to it where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, man, like I know this thing like the back. It's like I know dude, the hot spots and the cold fu- spots. Yeah. Give me fucking two hours, man. Like you guys were not stacked up. This was like a weekend night. Like. I could go back there. Give me a fucking apron. You put the pizza it. in, you rotate it halfway through, you're done. <laughs> you can take it out. I, the only thing I probably would have a hard time with is like hand tossing. Cause when I worked at pizza places, that would take me at least give me 20 minutes. Give me a tray, a half a tray of doughs. And I got hand tossing down. I never tossed in the air. I was always like spreading on like, you know, like on the cutting board or something, spreading in a pan, never like throwing it up. Right. In but, but just the thing, like, Look, this isn't fucking the busiest restaurant in like New York City. It's not the fucking hardest thing to do when all you're doing is pizza. It's not that. And especially at a place like everything starts with a circle of dough. Like it's pretty simple. It's not like, yeah. You're not cooking steaks to temp. Well, I feel the caliber of uh, restaurant workers has gone down a bit too now because people who have. Because we're out the game. Well, and, and anybody that has any type of ability to do anything, I mean, everywhere is hiring now. So before, you would, yeah. if you wanted a job that was okay money, you know, a little bit more than minimum wage, you would go get a kitchen job because you didn't really need a, a college degree and you could go fucking make, you know, $700 a week. And now you can go work for Amazon fucking three days a week and or, or you know, the gas station is hiring at $15 an hour. I guess it's one of those from the restaurant industry, right? Like, it's trial by fire. In yeah, no doubt. It's, it's like oh, yeah. either, either you fucking can pick it up quick or you can't. And it doesn't matter what you're doing, like short order style. If you were like I was talking about like working on the beach, like if you don't know how to drop a basket of fries and fucking take it out when it's done and, and not shake take it, out when it, it still, and salt it. You, and, like it's yeah. like either you, I don't know. I guess in some ways you kind of either have it or you don't. Oh, and yeah. If you can't learn, it's like if you're going to like the person that was going to like blow it at this pizza place would probably blow it at Subway. Well, yeah, we, at the establishment before I left, we had working interviews. Like your interview would be you working for <laughs> yeah, a couple the, hours. Yeah. Like if you can't fucking handle it, then we don't want to hire you. But then again, I understand where you're coming from. Where it's like, why would I try this hard? Like you guys are offering me twelve dollars an hour on the books right now. Well, I yeah. also I feel like now in the industry, I mean, like I've noticed it a lot. Like the pandemic kind of forced, uh, you know. There are so many jobs out there and like people that actually can hang and can put in effort and can like try are getting rewarded where like or they're getting those lower positions where you're getting that twelve dollars an hour instead of whatever. But having to like work your way up, you're like, oh, first I'm on prep. Like you're not handling a fucking 18 burner saute station. Mm -hmm. We went out to eat the other night to a, a nice restaurant down here. Uh, and they crashed so bad that the owner came in and he was working the appetizer station. Which one? I can't remember the name of it. I'll I'll, I'll message it to you okay. later. I'll ask the wife. She'll know. Uh, the owner had to come in. He started working the appetizer station. He was still crashing. He called his wife. She came in. She started working the printer. And they're just yelling at each other. And I'm watching the... They only had one cook. And he's working like a, a six-burner sauté station. And we were sitting right at the bar. So we were sitting right in front of the appetizer station. We could see right into the kitchen. We were watching him. And, like, 
every minute and a half he's walking out of the kitchen and coming out like into the appetizer station and like looking around stupid and then going back into the kitchen. And at one point, like I looked at uh, my girlfriend and I was like, he's going to stop coming out of the fucking kitchen. Like what the fuck's he doing? And then finally, like the owner just Jimmy's like, about to hop back there. Oh, the owner just like finally looked at him. He's like, stop fucking leaving the room. Like you could see like he had enough, like don't, f- you don't have to fucking come out here. What are you coming out here for? We're all crashing. Appetizers are out in like eight minutes, and then we waited an hour and like fifteen minutes for our entrees to come out. And they're like forty-five dollar plates. Uh, I got a steak overcooked, and <laughs> my wife got paella that's supposed to have like sausage in it, and it didn't have any of the sausage in it. How overcooked? Uh, I ordered it medium rare, and it was you know medium medium well. But that's probably because it sat there for so long. Yeah, they were crashing. Well, the fact that you're ordering a steak at a restaurant. Mm. Well, 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 this, was, this was a fancy restaurant Fancy and restaurant or not, What do you got to get to order steaks at a restaurant? If anybody that I'm sure you, I mean from everything I've heard about your uh, Your tales Over at the establishment Like you know how to cook to temp right? Oh, yeah. yeah So to think Like I guess this was my thing Is like No Like I enjoy cooking I put a lot of time and effort into it I also like Eating so, no no restaurant can cook a steak better than me. And especially, I feel like it's a gamble for me to go out to a place where if I'm going to spend like $60, 50 bucks, mm. 40 bucks on a steak, and it's not, I don't know. I guess well, I'd rather take the time. Bro, you know? you got, well, normally I'll go get a burger to, first. Go to if I go to a place, I'll get a burger first. Go to, a, go to another steakhouse? Yeah. Well, that's just me being cheap. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, do. I don't want to I just went to Gallagher's like, uh, like a month or two ago in New York, and that shit was... Yes, dude. When, I was like, I don't know if I could cook a steak this well. When I order opposites burger and steak for me, but when I, I order, cook. When I order a that. steak, I'll order rare if I want medium rare in case they fuck. Yeah. Up. If I want my burger uh like medium rare, I'll order wait, what the other way around for burgers. I, I wanna more. retract in saying that no restaurant can cook a steak better than me. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is I know I know what I like and if I'm going to spend the money on like a good cut of meat, I would rather just cook it myself. Yeah, like and steaks are easily disappointing. Well, I, I don't guess. usually get a steak, but for the price, I assumed and I shouldn't assume. I know it makes an ass of you and me, but I assumed sure they were going to cook it right. And because the food had sat so long, they ended up giving us half the meal for free anyway. So we didn't have to. Nice. There you go. But, you know, we sat there for like an hour 15. And then finally they came over and gave us like a cup of sorbet while we waited. And they were like, oh, well, we were in the newspaper this week. So I was like, I don't give up. you're busy on a Friday night. That's your excuse. Yeah, that's fucked. Well, I'm going to use the restroom. When I come back, my real, I got, I got a fire burning. <laughs> you got a real, wow. <laughs> I got a real hot. Do you leaving us with a teaser right now? Cliffhanger. All right, bro. Let's take a piss break then. Okay.
No, so we went to that Apollo, and the, the whole time we were eating, we were sitting in the fucking parking lot. Yeah. And there was a couple sitting, like, right at the table right next to the street. And they had, like, a fucking three-and-a-half, four-year-old kid. And they were letting him just, like, run around. So There's, the whole time yeah. I was having a fucking heart attack. Like, I'm going to watch that kid get fucking hit by a car. You just, right you now. can't be He's bringing kids to right restaurants. Well, yeah, <laughs> if you do, don't don't let them run around. Unless the they're behaved. Lot. That's the, you got to have your kids under control or don't bring It them. takes a village, not this fucking <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Not here, not now. I was, I was having a heart attack wow. the whole time. It takes a village, uh. not the Italian village. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? All right, let's go. What is this yeah, take? what is the hot take? All right, I've built it up so much now. No, it's, it's cool. Hot, Fire right, it off. So I got fucking beef. Mm-hmm. I'm, with Cranston. <laughs> is it with Spain's? Because that place sucks. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, wow. That's another spicy one. That's another spicy one. It's not that spicy. I don't think it's that good either. No, I take sucks. issue with some of the, the new, like, tipping on takeout. Fucking regimes. How well, so? I could understand it during like the height of the pandemic, but now why should I have to give you five dollars for you? Taking here's my order? here's the problem, Jimmy. Okay, <laughs> let's go. One, I've worked in the rent, in the restaurant industry. I've front of the house, back of the house. I've tipped. I've worked at pizza places. I've been a delivery driver. I don't like the predetermined assumption now that you are going to get a tip on whatever the fuck it is if I ingest it in some way, food or beverage, that you are just going to get a tip regardless. All right? Case that in is, point. That's a hot take. I know. I told you it's coming hot. So wait. Like, you just, all right. So like you're saying if you're going to a normal restaurant, no. weird tipping would happen, but you're getting takeout. You're from telling that. me you don't tip at the McDonald's drive-thru? <laughs> No, I think, I, I listen, t- I give us an example of what you're talking about in a scenario where you don't think this tip is appropriate. All right. Yeah. Uh, I have knocked on the window at a fucking Dunkin Donuts before because some chick just decided that my change was her change on a drive through <laughs> fucking oh, iced coffee. Bro. Yo, wait, what? Well, how much was the change? It's it the, doesn't matter. It's the fucking principle. It doesn't, no, wait, it, it does no, no, matter. Oh, no. I am, it does no, matter. hundred percent. It if does not if matter. If it's three cents, it does not matter. It, they still need to be like, here's your change. And if then you'd be like, I don't know. If it's one. three give, cents. Give me the opportunity to say, keep it. There's no sure. fucking scenario where it's cool to not give the change back. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do what Max was doing earlier. <laughs> Absolutely. Here, here. Absolutely right. agreeable. Secondly, I don't like places that now, because of technology, you know what I mean? There are like point of sale systems. Talk about the clover shit. Dude, let's talk about uh, places. I've had people straight up ask me, do you plan on tipping today? That's fucking ridiculous. Do you know, do you know how badly I would have gotten fired from being a wait, waiter wait, somewhere? Wait, wait. But if I was the, like, do you I gotta plan stop on you. Tipping? Yo, I, oh no, hold on. I want to say, I think. Like a scenario of like going to a coffee shop, like a cafe where you're going to get like a coffee and like a croissant or some shit. And now they have the point of sale systems where it's like, you know, you select 15, 20, 22 or no tip. Uh, last night it was 20, 25 or 30. Dude, like what's, I think what's whack about that That's is like. fucked up. Yo. Well, at, then, you know, it's like, 
Dude. Capitalism, man. Like well, we can't make enough money, you know, so you need fucking tips. No, see, you're just talking to such a fucking back of the house dude. Like, man, yeah, it's no. tips in the kitchen. You run food. Like, you don't know what it's like to grind it out for dollars <laughs> an hour <laughs> to fucking blood, sweat, and tears for three hours on a on a fixed income couple that split a Caesar salad and a pizza <laughs> at four o'clock on a Thursday, and then they leave you. Four dollars on a thirty dollar check, and, and now yeah, a coffee I, shop wants the right. same amount of tip. TLC for ro- giving you a coffee. Let's talk about TLC roasters. Yeah, straight up, straight up. That's exactly <laughs> what I was there, thinking of. There's fucking sixty. Oh, that, that's no exaggeration. There's sixteen. So there's sixteen people in line, and you place your order. And then they do this thing where they swing around what looks like a goddamn Tesla console of yep. a fucking computer. Yep. And everyone around, they might as well have like one of those news tickers on the top. They're like, this dude didn't fucking tip. Yes. The shaming you into tipping thing is, Look, is, the, is one thing. T- places don't even put like TLC roasters. They don't put cream in my coffee. They don't put sugar in my coffee. They don't even I, pour your coffee if you get an ice. Dude, I have, I have driven like... 15 miles to somebody to maybe get a dollar 50 on a tip on a pizza. Yeah. And you're telling me that when I go in for a coffee that I need to give you two bucks on a $3 coffee. Here's, here's what I would say about the whole coffee scenario. Are you getting coffees for three bucks? Dude, well, you're paying more. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably. But here's the deal with like a scenario like TLC, like a coffee place. I think that typically if I go to like a cafe to get coffee I would like to leave a tip. Like if I'm paying cash, I would typically give them the change. Or if I'm feeling especially generous, maybe $1 and the change that I'm getting back. Because I feel like usually it's like a tip cup situation at like a cafe. But now they expect you to pay 20% of the order. And if you're getting a breakfast sandwich and a coffee, it's like $16. And then they're asking for like... 20% of that. All right. Or if you're getting food for two people, all of a sudden you're tipping like $7 for your stuff. And it's but like, it's since still, when it's am I still, tipping? Dude, it's percentage. Seven, I understand the percentage thing, listen, but what I'm saying everyone, is... everyone, it sucks. No, you should, it, what it kind sucks. of percentage do you want on listen, a fucking uh, 20%? I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Dude, 20%. I'm trying to tell you all right now. No, but 20% is fine when you're going to a restaurant. Nobody's arguing against tipping in general. Well, that's because what I'm saying is when did 20% yeah, right, Jimmy, you're not become the thing <laughs> for cafes? Like, when did it become 20% at a coffee well, shop? This at a is, coffee shop, and not just a buck or two. You're getting paid more than a waiter. Exactly. You're getting paid like 15 at least. 230 but hour. also, you're splitting tips between a whole staff. But you're not even keeping... needing tips because you're getting paid like a full wage that like... Uh, like not a, in Providence. The, the, but... the technology has forced this new awkward situation, right? Yeah. And a lot of times where like... No. Even if they're not like... Do, I've had things where people say, do you plan on leaving a tip today? Which to me is That's like, awkward. I was, I was going to, but now I fucking really don't want to. Yeah. That you, that you um, forced it on me. All right. Let me get, I feel that. Let I me am, get a word in you fucking Let him finish. I am not done. Okay. Let him finish. Right. And then you God. can get your word. So? You can go. Okay. <laughs> you fucking asshole. All right. So I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell how it is right now. Okay. If you're going out to eat, that's not what we're talking you're, about. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're paying 20%. If they're really killing it, you should be giving them more. Yes. If agreed. you're getting takeout, agreed. if you're getting takeout, uh, any type of takeout, you should tip, but it shouldn't be 20%. Because 
Calm down. I'm you're not even. I'm not even to second base yet. I didn't say anything. Like I'm sliding in home plate. I didn't say anything. Um, a takeout, a burger. You're gonna get at the establishment. You get the set. You get the fries. It's on the plate. It looks pretty. When you're getting takeout food, it might still taste good, but they're just shoving it in a fucking box. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're and not gonna. And they're like, not cooking it to fucking temp. And even if because it's not, you're not gonna get it to temp when you open it anyway. It's just the service you're getting is less, so you shouldn't have to tip the same. That's what we're saying. Uh, in a coffee shop, if you're coming in and just getting a small coffee and leaving and you don't tip, I'm not going to be like, what a fucking asshole. But because everything is fucking expensive as fuck and you want to get a latte and you want to get a bacon, egg and cheese and you want to get a croissant because it's Sunday and you're a little hungover and you want that croissant to fill you up, make you feel better. You're paying twenty percent. I don't care if it's fucking. Would you do did that you, at Dunkin'? Did you bring it no, to me? No, because that's you fast do- food. Hey, did you bring it to me? Did you ask me after two bites how it was? Did you refill my water or my latte? Did you make sure that the eggs were cooked correctly? Absolutely not. Yeah, they, it's just and like asking a, for twenty percent. You can go. And what I'm saying yourself. is, in a restaurant, you deserve twenty percent for the the minimum. Well, that's, no one's arguing well, against that. You just that. said going into and a coffee I just, shop. And that's the minimum, giving you food after you paid it. Well, that's that's an American thing. But anyway, you said though. Yeah, it is. But yeah, but said, it's an American thing because in other countries people get paid a living wage. Well, 10 what, years ago it is. You shouldn't you sh- the, the customer shouldn't be responsible for paying the employees. The industry would be much better if you just eliminated tipping and paid everyone a livable well, wage. Yeah, I we completely all agree. With, I but agree. dude, what I, I think what John is saying is that 10 years ago it wasn't a thing to tip 20% at a cafe. I would it say was, 10 years ago, it was easier to live. I don't think it's because of inflation or some shit like that that that's the case. It's because of the invention of these new point of sale systems, which well, make it be so, like, so oh, are you going to leave me, a tip or are you yeah, going to be a piece of shit? Let me talk about them asking. As someone that works in a coffee shop, I would say one in three customers pays and then walks away and the screen's not over. So I have to go, hey... You have to come finish this tip screen. It is guilty, but you should fucking tip. You're a piece of shit if you're not tipping, so fuck you. Why am I tipping you if you're not providing me a service? We just poured your coffee. That's you're not, not tipping service. the people that's at the movie. That's a service. That's, that's a service. How is that not that's, a service? That's your job. Bro, are you tipping people at yeah, the movie theater when they get you your popcorn and that's, they get you your soda at the movie theater? Do you tip them? Uh, you get your own popcorn now. I haven't been to the movie theater since hypothetically. The pandemic. Have you ever? Have you ever even considered if it? If you go to Cumberland Farms and you ask for a slice of pizza out of the tray, fast food. For you, fast food does not count. We're well, not they, counting. That. No, but they still served it to you. That's facts. They still put it in a little. thing. They didn't prepare the pizza though. They do. Yeah, they cook it. It's frozen. Did you roast the fucking beans, man? Uh, not me, but our company does. Okay. <laughs> well, then, sorry. You're gonna come. Th- are you gonna come ne- tip? Till next time, I'll say give this tip to the company. I uh, they're providing the roasting. I, th- I think that uh, like on coffee, you should tip the same way as like a beer. You should tip like a dollar. Yeah, like that's the thing. That that's I uh, like. I would tip t- like I said. So you think if you're going to sit in, sorry, Jimmy, if you're going to go sit in a cafe and uh, you know work on something on your computer and you're just sitting there drinking coffee all day that your refills should be free and you shouldn't have to tip? 
No, no absolutely, absolutely no, not. Sitting and, down and is a and different thing. Food. No, absolutely. Think, different. We're talking about takeout. Like you come in and you get a coffee and a breakfast sandwich, and the shit winds up being like fourteen dollars. Okay. And so they're asking you to tip like three something, and you're like, since when is this becoming like a twenty dollar breakfast for me? Like, That's a good point. But if you really don't want to tip that much, you know, bring cash. Yeah, I think cash, that's cash, the whole cash provides the same dilemma, except now with the point of sale services, it's just like this the staff itself is forced into a situation where it's awkward for them too. Yeah. I know there are a lot of people that work in these situations that I would feel awkward. Do you know how off like weird it would be for me to be like, oh, so I just need to fill out this screen really quickly. And now it's just guess, become this thing of like now the customer is guilted into tipping more often than not. So in a kind of ridiculous better, amount. Better for staff, I think that they're getting way more tips now. But what I'm saying is coming up from the the point of working in the industry where I earned every fucking cent of a tip to now like it's just kind of like guilted on people. Can you imagine how quickly I would have been fired from all of my front of the house jobs? I was like, that's a good I was point. like, Hey, so like you're going to leave a tip, right? You could yeah. also, like, let me see the manager. I want well, this dude fucking, fired. you could also just bring up the fact that, uh, that, uh, sorry, wow. Jimmy, uh, you could bring up the fact that, you know, just working. It's funny. Cause it's almost like it's tougher to work in the industry now because of the wage situation. But it's nicer now because people are like, well, it's people like you that just want to live off my tip money. Well, I, <laughs> like, like I said, during like the height of the pandemic, if you didn't have sit down dining, I completely understood you need to get tip on takeout because that's yeah. the only way they're going to make any tips. But now that it's just back to regular takeout, why the fuck should I have to give you 20% when all you did was answer the phone and, you know, it's the kitchen staff that's doing the work. They're I guess not I think, I think like the tipping 20% I think, I think on the the normal takeout is, is insane. I it's think, insane. The, I think the best solution I would know, I would leave like two bucks in a tip is, uh, just include it. Well, there's just like an expect- get get rid of the fucking Dude, but there's a new option. Like, ex- that's the thing now is like, there's an expectation. Yeah, that I guess that's my big thing on this whole. It's thing. a new expectation too, right? I don't agree with this new expectation for you to come in and you're like you're being hired for an hourly wage. It's not a tip based job like being a bartender or a server. Mm-hmm. If you get tips, fucking cake. That's money on. That's top. cool. That's extra. Yeah. But now there's this expectation where if I, a patron, am not leaving a tip, if I'm not leaving you a dollar on a two dollar coffee. Then I'm some sort of asshole. All right, so now you're going down to two dollar coffees. Where do two dollar coffees Dude, at? Just it's a hypothetical. Um, I think. Let me say. I think you have a good point. Let me put it this way. I think there's two kinds of tipping scenarios. There's the standard tipping scenario of like any normal restaurant where you have a server and then you tip them typically like twenty percent as a minimum. Then there's a tip cup situation. Any type of environment where you would typically see a tip cup, like the concessions at the beach or like at a pizza place where you pick up your pizza or like at a coffee shop. If it's a tip cup situation, it's a different level of tipping in my mind. Like if there's a tip cup, it's like, oh, just throw a dollar in here or just throw your change in here. It's not like let me calculate 20 percent of what my order was and then put 20 percent in this tip cup. And what I think these like point of sale systems are doing is they're changing all like the tip cup places into 20% places. 
And I think that's what's fucked up. Well, and they're putting you on the spot too. Like, uh, put me on the spot. I understand yeah. now that everything's going to be paperless because it's you know they don't want everyone touching pens and germs and shit. So I mean, before it would be on your receipt. Oh, and oh you please, could um, America's back to being fucking disgusting well, again. We, we never stop being. Yeah, disgusting. The, the, the COVID, it's over. But mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of these places are paperless now. Yeah. And before you'd at least you'd get your receipt and you could fucking decide if you wanted to tip or not. And That's you a good know, point. you could write, you know, it'd say tip and you could say just there on it and you, and you'd leave. But now it's like they want you to do it right there in front of them, which puts you, you know, it's awkward. It's, it's, yeah. It's awkward. It's an awkward situation that you shouldn't have to be in. I mean, you should it, definitely it, it be makes, tipping. It, right. Like it, I agree. Like. It makes the staff. It, it's an awkward thing now, because mm-hmm. the staff. Like, do you think this like timid person behind the counter? Do you think they want to be like? Do you plan on tipping today? That's they should make it like Uber, where like you can like, do the tip yeah, later. It's, it's very. It's like you know how much do you weigh? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's awkward. I had to. I had to tip at Jersey Mike's the other day because of that. It's like here's your, here's your tip screen, and I'm like, you're just making me a fucking Subway sandwich from. Bed See, that's not. See. Yeah. See, what where's gotta, the what line? What you gotta of, say, Max? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, fast food is kind of my breaking point. I'm still gonna tip. T- What's well, fast then, food? You know, it's McDonald's, Jersey Mike's, Dunkin' Donuts. Well, then, um, a coffee place is a fucking fast food restaurant. It is. Why? Because you get your food thing. fast. Yeah. Because yeah, want, but I'm not hot black. Because you don't sit I, down and I have I a waiter fa- come when to you. When I say fast food, I don't necessarily mean the food fast. I just mean a fast food restaurant. You mean a chain restaurant. Uh, like a fast food chain. No, because, yeah, fa- a fast food chain. There you go. A corporatized fast food chain. I think what chain. we're finding out is that the line is very blurry for you. Well, I think it's because he works at a coffee place. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants to get oh, the tips. And, and to get back to it, if I was sitting well, at a I coffee shop. Well, I also, no, 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 shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I also know from working in. Fucking skewered. You know, this is just from, like, my experience in the city of Providence. I would say, like, if you got rid of. Tipped wages, sixty percent of the restaurants in the city close. Well, yeah, we I'm know why the, it is it. the way it is. No, but like I, what I'm saying is, the tips, like no one there. Again, I'm saying sixty percent here. The majority of kitchen businesses. I'm even talking about restaurants. Oh wait, am I talking about restaurants? So <laughs> okay, maybe it's dude. It's weird because there's a lot of different types of dining, but like a place That's like what? a place like Bucktown. We waited on you in a similar way that a coffee shop would, and our wage was based on if you were tipping or not. Which is fucked I mean? up. Which it sucks. Be, it you should be, be getting up to paid. the customer to pay you. It should be the, the business. That At a place, well, just, if you're getting again, stuff from a takeout is, window. If we want to really shit. make it systemic, this is a country problem. This yeah, is no not, shit. This the is industry. not but, a, but like, doesn't that? But doesn't that make you upset to work at a, like an actual restaurant like Bucktown and rely on tips like that and then be at like a coffee shop and have people you work with that have never worked in a restaurant, quote unquote, or like had to fucking really prepare shit and they're getting it's like and they're upset because they're i mean you're just tips. jealous well, you're listen like, i you know i i really i appreciate i should not be talking about company b but uh through my times working there anyone that works in retail we all split the tips based on hour you know what i mean <laughs> That being said, there are definitely, uh, it is definitely not equal work getting put in. There are definitely, I can name you five people that deserve more tips than five people. You know what I mean? Right. But it's just, uh, I don't know what to say. Oh, that's why. The country's fucked up and everyone needs more money. What do you want me to say? The owner should, you know, the business <laughs> fucking should be tip. paying your <laughs> yeah. Fucking pay your workers. I, I'm, I'm into tipping. Just yeah, but don't if you fucking force, like, I guess what I'm saying, it's like a weird thing where it's like, 
I am going to tip no matter what. But now that it's like this predetermined thing where I'm going to encourage you, like in oh, you an awkward sense. To, yeah, I do. Yeah, you're resenting it. And if, it makes me like not want to tip as much. Yeah, I get that point. Even, I'm, I'm bringing this up to everyone. Where you're I like, know. yo, I was going to tip until you made it awkward. And now I'm bitter and don't want to tip because you right. fucking made it weird. But I get that. Like I still tip, but I'm saying like I don't like that connotation that comes along with like the tip screen or like turning around the computer or like I said, Shaming someone ver- verbally asking me like, "Are you going to?" So tip? do you also? So do you give a dollar to everybody that comes and says, "Hey man, can I have a dollar?" Yeah. No, but I think about it. Well, well you're I think about for tipping at fucking coffee houses. God, <laughs> I think it's a little different, but. Um, let me ask you when yeah, you, you're when, getting paid and the fucking homeless person asking for a dollar isn't getting paid. Well, the person getting paid is still doing a job where the homeless person is not. So there's a difference. Right. But it depends. They, they could be doing jobs. They could be cleaning your windows. <laughs> Hand jobs. Okay. I mean, I guess they could jobs. be like, can I get a dollar? And I'll be like, hey, well, can you do this? Um, how do you feel when you go to Belmont or Whole Foods and at the end of your purchase, they go, would you like to donate some money to cancer or whatever? Fuck that. And you go, hey, No. Dude, do you feel the same resentment? Right. Yeah, I do. I, do. You know, I don't want to shop at Belmont because I do. they're asking me to donate. Hey, I will still. Yeah. Sh- I, all right. First of all, I will still shop at places that have this awkward tipping thing. If I enjoy your business, I'm still going to go in there and tip. It doesn't mean I'm okay with the process of how they ask me to tip. Secondly, if I go to Belmont and they're like, your bill was like, I don't know, twelve seventy nine. Do you want to round up for kids that need to learn how to read? Yeah, yeah. I'll, bo- I'll boop it. Yo, I won't, and I am mad about it. And the you know why? well, it's, it's the not- same. I'm just saying, it's it, regardless of the situation, no, it's, it's the same. I mean, I could tell you why. It's, it's not. Awkward. I could tell you why. It's not an awkward interaction because it's not the cashier saying, "Hey, can I have that f- fucking seventeen, eighteen cents for bagging your groceries?" Well, that wasn't what I was gonna say. <laughs> what I was gonna say is, I don't like it because. The company, the grocery store, no, the grocery store is going to take all the money that was donated through those donations. And then the grocery store makes the donation in their company name and they get a tax write off for it. So they get like a tax write off for donating your money. So fuck that. I never do. I agree with you there. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm anything saying, he, corporate, I'm not trusting. Look, so. Ma- Max is just trying to throw apples and orange situations at me because he doesn't like my hot take. Well, well, well. it's not that I don't like your hot take. It's I too mean, spicy I, d- for I don't you. like the hot take. I want to understand it more. Well, and I think I have. You're, from your you're deliberately trying to not understand. It comes from a, a place where I <sighs> most of my earnings in the hospitality industry were based on service. And not like, yeah, there are expected duties and there are things that you go above and beyond for. If I have to turn around, like, yeah, if you're going to make a fucking 15-ingredient latte, I don't even know how you would do that, but I'm sure fucking people are doing it. Do latte art on it and shit. Right, like, fine. I will tip you on that. All I was saying is I don't like this expectation of, like, you need to tip. I don't need to tip. You don't don't like the... What if it's a super rude fucking employee? 
And, oh, then I won't tip. And the food. And I would never do that at a restaurant. At a restaurant, even if someone was super rude, I would never not tip them. I would maybe be like, "You're only getting seventeen and a half percent." I feel like everybody a, has a waiter a bad could day. do something that I wouldn't tip them. Oh yeah, I've, I've definitely gone to. You would go to a restaurant and completely not tip a waiter. It on would purpose. have to be ridiculous. They have to like yes, stab you or yes. something. They, like, it would again. It would have to be ridiculous. Like you'd have to get a fight. I, you so, know. So, yeah. So we're yeah. Over, you're over here splitting hairs with me because I don't want to give. Someone a dollar on a thirty cent coffee. A thirty cent coffee. <laughs> I love it. On a fifty cent. It's now decreasing however, however, you're telling me you can go to a restaurant and be served for an hour and a half by somebody on a hundred dollar hour, hour and a half. I don't know, man. If I'm trying to get you the fuck out of there because you're sitting here talking about all this dumb shit. Like you're, you're, I'm just saying, there's something a waiter could do. Like a waiter, you would not tip. Okay, you want it? You want to hear like? But at a coffee it, place, you, you want to hear tip. a ridiculous fucking example? <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. You want to get you're into good. the John Merrick Uggos talk right now? Um, all right. So you're if I was, blow out. If you I was, watch the levels, bro. You <laughs> blow out the guy. Yeah, this is this is if, a fiery if, up. If I was. <laughs> Lock the gates. Nothing like this has ever even happened. But if I was at a restaurant and I ordered like chocolate cake for dinner and the waiter came over and was like, here you go, fatty. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck you. You're not getting a tip, bitch. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That shit sounds hilarious. But there you go. I'd be like, you're getting a double tip, dude. <laughs> Yo, that was actually bad funny dog piece. Oh wow! No, like I I understand that. It's just it's hard for me because when I was working in the industry, that wasn't the norm. It's now become the norm. Yeah, and it's and it's everywhere. It's not just restaurants. It's anywhere that you're getting. You do know, you tip hotels? Coffee. Yeah, oh yeah, you gotta tip that fucking housekeeper. I do. <laughs> I didn't until someone told me about it. But that's I, because same I, thing happened to me. My <laughs> mom was like, "You only to tip." Yeah. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Yeah, she's cleaning out your shitty sheets. You can leave her fucking a dollar on She's there. getting a wage. How'd you know he shits his sheets? I'm in his bedroom right now. Sure. <laughs> it's kind of painfully obvious. All right, but we're talking about circles, you know, Yeah, no, it's, dude, think, it's a very interesting point. I think, like, what I'm taking away from this is it's not the money for you. It's just the annoying, weird... Screen interaction. Yeah, I don't think Johnny B's anti tipping. I feel that. Bro, I have a 2017 Honda Civic. Money ain't a. (laughs) I feel like uh, tipping. Tipping before you would feel good about like, oh, I just left that lady a 20 percent tip. Like I, you know, I'm I I made her a night. Yeah, and now you resent it a little bit because you're like, what the fuck do you like? You didn't even give me the option. You're telling me I have to tip you. That's that's different. It's a, Dude, it's a different. Feeling. I feel like in the past, it's like if you left a five dollar bill as a tip at like a coffee shop, it's like you're hitting on the barista aggressively if you do that. And now they're asking for five dollars. And, and to clarify, I am strictly speaking about non sit down restaurant situations. Yeah, I'm I get talk- what, what you mean. I'm talking about counter service, takeout, drive through, but takeout the like, fucking Sparrow. All right, so like in a coffee shop. You get takeout and sit down and eat it sometimes. Well, that's that's different. Yeah, but you're still not like a server isn't coming to your table and They're being like, "Is everything your okay? table after you leave?" Not places they have to bust your own fucking table. Usually, people should bust their own shit. And and again, that's that's Good establishment by establishment because uh, Korean fried chicken. It's that Korean fried chicken place. Okay, it's a non-tip establishment. They pay all of their staff. A good hourly wage, and you don't tip there. I tried to tip there one of the first times we went, 
And the waiter thought I was like coming on to him. He's like, no, take this back. And I was like, no, it's your tip. And he's like, no, we don't do that here. Like, you, they, yeah. don't, they don't do tips. That's sick. I, again, I don't think people should have to tip. I think people should get paid enough money to live. When we were in uh, Granada on vacation, we stopped at this like uh, um, British royalty resort for dinner one night. Um, and it was like a you know six piece meal, and they bring you like an appetizer and a movie the colonizer movie. special. It was it was you know it was a great meal, and the you know the it came to like uh, it was like seven hundred dollars in Caribbean money, so it was like two hundred fifty bucks, um, and it was you know really fancy. We actually weren't dressed up fancy enough, so they had two sides of the restaurant for people that were in suits and people that weren't wearing suits that sat on the other side, so they didn't bother them. The ugly section. The ugly. We were in the uggos room. Shout out Larry David. <laughs> but it was. Fine, fine dining. And the waitress there was doing a great job. Um, but her manager kept like watching to see what she was doing. And at the end of the night, we went to go tip. And because of the currency exchange, it was taking us a while to figure out exactly how much to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the manager came over and she asked us, you know, what's wrong? Is there something wrong? We're like, no, no, everything's great. We're just trying to figure out the currency exchange so we can tip. We finally figured it out. We left 20%, ended up being, you know, like a thousand. It was like sixty bucks, but in their money, it was in Caribbean money. It was you know like a hundred and eighty or something. Yeah. Um, the manager came back over to get the check because she th- assumed that our waitress had did something wrong. And when she looked at the check, she like was dumbfounded, and like she ran over and grabbed the waitress and showed her. And the waitress was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" Like, and you know, was like shocked because people don't tip. Yeah, it's an American thing. We're Americans yep. and we tip, and we were like. You know, she was blown away that we would tip twenty. Because it was something that doesn't get. It's like the equivalent of leaving like a hundred percent tip. Yeah, here. it doesn't happen there. Yeah, like, J- Jimmy and his lady now have a plaque. <laughs> yeah, there's a bench. They have a time yeah. a timeshare. Yeah, there's, there's a bench dedicated outside of the restaurant. They they told like, us next time we can sit in the good looking section. <laughs> that's what's it's up. like at one of those New York restaurants, and they're like, oh, like oh, this is God. fucking. But this I is, mean, that's the feeling you used to get. When you would tip here, if you left a twenty percent tip on a bill, you'd be like, "Oh fuck yeah, you know I fucking made her a night." And now I I can see what Johnny's saying. It's like I shouldn't have to fucking give you five dollars for my fucking bacon, egg, and cheese through the drive-through. Yeah, right. Real Again, time. to specify, not in a sit-down situation. And yeah. don't give me that like you sit down in a coffee shop. You're not bringing my coffee over. You can on a sit. Tray. You can sit down at McDonald's I, after when, you. When fucking, I sit at the library, why would they need a tray to bring you a coffee? I don't know, man, because the way you're talking about it, I don't even like coffee shop people right now. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. They feel like they would need a fucking tray to bring over a latte. Some places, like when, when we were in Italy, they give you your bill, and if you sit down at the table, there's a table charge. They add $2 onto your bill because you sat down. But if you're getting takeout, they don't they don't charge you for your right. take, takeout. When, when I go to the library, I'm not <laughs> waiting for the librarian to bring me over fucking books, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's free space. <laughs> So are you saying you don't tip at the soup kitchen? <laughs> I don't think it goes to the soup kitchen. How do you think I afford that 2017? <laughs> Living on that soup kitchen diet, dude. Uh, I did uh, totally tangent. Uh, I was wondering what happened to the uh, JR segment of the, of the podcast. Did he get banned from Facebook? We just stopped reading his posts. Uh, I mean, I think there was like a dry spell for a while where he was just like posting memes and I was like, I can't just like describe memes, even though it was 
par for the course. Um, we also should lay off him a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, as, as known bullies over here, sometimes you know we gotta check help the people build their mental health up. You know, yeah, we need to that's stoke a, the mental heart. Shit, right there, dog. What do you mean? Just mental health. <laughs> Straight up. I don't know. I mean, I love Jr. We all do. You want me to bring up his Facebook right now? I, I, was just, I didn't know if there was like a, a juggalo uh, gathering outside your house where they told you to stop reading his posts. Or. <laughs> a bunch yeah, of clown face people came up and threatened you. Was that orange soda? Were they Fago. <laughs> yeah. Someone threw a two liter of Fago through my window. A Fago Molotov <laughs> cocktail <laughs> came through the fucking window. Yeah, fucking... All right, let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, wow, this is a two-hour fucking app. This We're done. I'm editing. It's going. There's gonna be heavy edits, dude. Um, so. sh- shouldn't we keep arguing about tipping for like another twenty? No, nah, I think <laughs> dude, we're good. I, honestly, dude. I we're listen, saying the same thing over. And even over though it sounds like I'm kind of like on the shit end of the stick, I like I feel like you opened my eyes to a little bit. So, wow, I feel like I'm. I, I brought that Costanza vibe to to the tipping. You definitely did. You definitely it's did. It's the principal, Jerry. Yes, <laughs> it is the principal. Another shout out, Larry David. I still think you should tip on your coffees, though. Not at Dunkin', not through a drive Dude, what's your beef with Dunkin', dog? It's it's fast food. What dude. if you go in and order all, and then even, sit down? Dude, you, Dunkin'. You buy your logic. You gotta clean your table. Dunkin' is the lowest of the low Yo. of all fast food. Wow, all right. I'll tell you right there. Damn, I'd rather get, eat a to- I'd rather eat a fucking Virginia chili burger than fucking have a okay. Wow. Be- before you guys wrap it up, low key, I went to Dunkin' recently, got their pesto, sun dried tomato, grilled cheese. How was it? Snack and bacon, well done on the side. Flipped it together, made a little sandwich. Change your life, bud. Did you, oh, t- wow. did, you did you tip? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. All right, that about does it. All right, well, I'm Max Messier Richter. And I'm Dan Connor. And I'm James. And I'm Johnny B. And uh, this is the Rags Dishes podcast. Don't tip your service. <laughs> <laughs>